Welcome to Pitch Talks. All right, broski. So we back now. Back to it. We are. We are. We are. Technical difficulties, life difficulties, you know. Yeah. Slow us down, but we back. <laughs> we back. Feels good to be back, man. Been a long, long week for me already. Because, you know, my boss, you know, they got me dealing with stuff, a lot of stuff this week. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, no complaints for me, man. How's it been going, though, for you? Uh, same old, same old, you know. Um, trying to get, uh, trying to work on my savings a little bit, you know. It's always nice to have that um, safety deposit or whatever you need in your bank account. So I'm just putting money away. For the next couple months or so so i could feel more comfortable you know you you know the quote it's not uh money ain't everything it's the comfort that money brings yeah so trying to get trying to get comfortable again so that i feel like i'm chilling because i ain't in that spot anymore and i want to be back in that spot um that's pretty much it chilling chilling man enjoying these games lately (laughs) oh yeah that's what's up man and it's really competitive right now so as we know, so um, we're going to get right into it, man. we we'll go to the first game. Uh, we're going to talk about my boys first, man, get them out of the way. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm a bit, a bit frustrated with them right now, but um, after, you know, this is one of those games, like, you lose this game, then you lose this game, because we had chance after chance. Um, I can go through a couple of plays. Um, one, Some of them that stand out, I would say uh, – KDB's flick with the right foot, that was um pretty great off that pass that he got. Um disgusting, bro. Just like to just to get that on target, bro. Just sick. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, the goal came through. Um, so um just gotta give respect there. Um then um Cancelo hits the post. I mean, some deep large, like, <laughs> like it's so unlucky. It's like it's so unlucky. And then from way the ball out, goes man. right way to Laporte's. You know, bum ass, and he fucking misses it. Like, so yeah, yeah. So, I think, I mean, it don't take away from the fact that he missed it, but I think he was offside anyway. But still, so how did like, that work though? It's a shot though. Why, how's it offside? Even if it's a shot, um, it's offside. Yeah, even if it's a shot, because it's like when the ball gets played, um, if it, yeah, yeah, I guess it's still offside. Like, because if it ricochets off something, um, and he's in offside position. It's like it's almost like it's in the same place. So he would have still been offside. Okay. I don't know how to explain it. It's like I know I know it when I see it, but I don't know how to explain it. But uh, uh, it's, it's yeah, they would have they would have called him offside. All right, I guess so. if he was offside, they would have brought the lines out, of course. But he looked he looked offside when Cancelo took the shot. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, we had a couple of those opportunities throughout. Um, what was one? What's another one that was really close? I think Mares hit the post as as well. Um, pretty sure he did. So um, it's just, and then there were a couple cross like super close goals where we just barely missed it. You know, mm-hmm. like past the goalpost. Um, KDB had yeah. one. Um, I think uh, Silva had one. I think Silva had one. Um, Silva had a couple that were, yeah, I guess you could get into those, but uh, <laughs> it's, it was, uh, we had yeah, plenty yeah. of chances, man. So I can't be mad that it was unlucky. 
Uh, and then, but we didn't give up the game. We didn't lose the game, even though there were some spots there where we were sketchy. Um, you know, uh, Edison had a solid game, so we were fine there. And um, yeah, man, we really need to. Uh, for me, the biggest news for me is the Holland news, man. I don't because uh, this kind of showed that we kind of need that guy that can. It doesn't really show it really to me. I can't really say that because we've been scoring and dominating all season. But mm-hmm. it just would solidify us to take it to a whole other level if uh, we, yeah, uh, Holland. So and what are you news? Okay, so I had a couple questions, maybe just one question for you. What What were your thoughts on the subs that game? Because I don't think Pep subbed anybody at all, and I think from this season, given like form wise, Sterling's back in form. And Jesus might not be informed, but he's an option. And I'm just like, Grealish, Grealish hasn't played bad, but Grealish isn't scoring you a goal. And you need a goal. Oh, Grealish so had why one. didn't he suck? Right. Grealish so, had one. So, of, you're just playing so why didn't he? So in my head, I'm like, why didn't he sub Sterling in or sub Jesus in? It's almost like Pep didn't care about this game. It's like this game didn't matter that much to him. I don't know. I don't know. Which man. is crazy. It's crazy to I just... We got too many chances like throughout the entire game that yeah he just thought one of them was gonna go and like every like it's been happening all season that we had no reason to believe that he would hit the pole twice like it's just extremely unlucky like this was one of the games we had another one like this a couple weeks ago we're just unlucky man and like just getting this is just unlucky we just got unlucky got every I mean the stats what what are the stats on this game um. You know, and this is interesting. It only says we had four shots on target, but we had 19 shots. Yeah. Seven. Uh, and they, yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, all those hitting the post, that's that can oh, sell yeah, those, shot. Even though it was yeah, amazing, not, it yeah, it's target. not on target. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not good. on target. It's like, that's about right, actually. So, yeah. yeah. But we were just unlucky. But with 19 shots, it's that's 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 pretty good. So Yeah, that's a, that's a good offensive performance. And, of course, the – Critics will say y'all need a striker, but I think y'all I think y'all played well. But I think I think seventy minutes in, like in a game where Liverpool's right on y'all, it's like why not make one or two subs to try to change the game a little bit, you know? Because I I don't feel like Grealish was playing enough. I mean, playing well enough so that you couldn't take him off. Like Bernardo Silva continued to get in places where he was like impacting the game, even though he didn't take his chances that he got. But I'm like, I don't think Grealish really was playing out of his mind to the point where you couldn't just bring Sterling on for like 10 minutes or bring Jesus on for like 10 minutes. I just thought it was weird he's that he didn't make one, any subs. Only one that, I mean, I'm with you that he could have got subbed out. But you're not taking out Mario the way he was playing or Foden ever. Just don't even think about it. I think and it. Kevin DeBoyne, Rodri, like they're not yeah. taking out any of those guys. Yeah, I think when you, I think for me, I think it's uh, almost was like a respect thing for Crystal Palace. I think he respected the fact that they had some kind of counterattack and he didn't want to lose the game because losing the game would be a lot worse than getting a draw. Because, I mean, he could have, if Pep wanted to really go for the game, he could have took out Rodri, could have put Gundogan in. He could have took out Grealish and put Sterling in. But to me, for him not to make subs, I just think he... No, nah, I don't know. That it's it's like the game wasn't that important to him. It was weird. Stones, man, you can't you can't leave you can't leave. Rodri has to be there. 
Yeah. So you yeah, think he? You, you think he? You played. You think a, he batted? You a draw. So you think? Yeah, he played. He played for a draw. He didn't play for the win. That's yeah. that's what was thrown me. Once he saw that we were just unlucky, I, he you you played. He's like, it's just gonna not be our. Okay. Yeah, it's just not your day. Okay. Yeah, you that was that was you know that was my question on it. I'm like, okay, because if he really wanted to go for this and win this game, yeah, Sterling like he he throws Sterling on and, and he throws Foden to, to the left and throws Sterling yeah. in the false nine nine if he wants to do that, you know, yeah, yeah. or put Harry Deuce in the false nine and throw Foden yeah. to the left. There's a whole we'll see. I mean, Pep, Pep's a smart guy. He knows y'all still got like ten games left, and Liverpool's got to basically be perfect to catch y'all. So I think he I think he valued that point more than anything and. That point is what y'all are beating Liverpool by at the moment. Y'all are ahead by one point, so yeah. it's an important point for y'all to get. <laughs> yeah, it's a, we should have got. We, obviously, we, we dropped two points in this, so so yeah. this is not a win for us. But the way that the nineteen shots, I'm not, I'm not gonna complain about. You know, it's just we're just super unlucky, and to me. To be that unlucky, it's just like that's when people say you gotta have Holland, man, because Holland's not missing, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then Kevin De Bruyne, oh, I gotta talk about this one play. I with that folded man, man. Kevin De Bruyne had this crazy pass on the right side, um, curved over like a defender or two, basically handed it to Foden um, mm-hmm. in his lap. Right in the box, and this dude fumbles the ball, and um, basically just gets a weak shot that gets um blocked, um, all because and this is another reason why he needs to have that right foot like better so that he's a threat with that right foot. Like the basically the defender took off, took away his left, and then and there's nothing he could have done. Really so he can do, yeah. He's got to get that right foot better. That's gonna that's what's gonna elevate him to the next the next level because he's he's got he's got everything else. Um, besides, like really an air game, but we, I mean, five. I mean, he's not, he's like five, six, five, seven, five, eight. I don't know. Five, yeah, he's six, short. Five, I don't know. It's all and, and, short he ain't, and he ain't drop. He's not jumping like uh, the Liverpool boy. So, um, yeah. So he, even though that dude's short, he can jump. You know what I'm saying? Jota, Jota gets up. Uh, <laughs> not Jota. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about um Liverpool. Um, dude, Mane. I think it's Mane. Salah, money, so, yeah, money, yeah, money, money, money. That dude's an athlete. That he could, he's got an aerial yeah. attack. Um, but he's short, but he got an aerial attack. Um, Foden don't jump like that, so his game is on the on the ground. So, and but super fast agility type stuff. So, anyway, this is we dropped two points. Um, we can move on. Uh, I really didn't even want to talk about them that long. So, mm-hmm. um, Pep needs to stay focused on the Champions League, like winning that. And that's really all I care about this year. Um, I already I've been saying that from the jump. Um, Premier League, putting the Premier League over and over again. We've won a whole bunch already. Um, past, past few years, it's, it's just going. It's just going to be tough if you don't win either one, though. That's the thing, man. That's the yeah. that's the worry. That's the worry, and that's. Pep, I mean, Pep's in a good spot, but it's also a tough spot because it's like, do you rest people? for your Premier League games that you think you can get away with resting them so that they're fresh for Champions League games. And and it's like that's for every top club. So I don't feel sorry for them. It's like this for every top club. Like you gotta you gotta yeah. make those decisions. But yeah, it's it's one of those things where the gap was huge, but now it's not. So it's like you gotta you gotta make different decisions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to try um, to to try to secure both. <laughs> Yeah, and it will. It will. This is a like worst case scenario. If we were to not win both of them, 
then we, it would give us a little bit break on the narrative with Holland. Like we're not the super team that got the the super stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. The like we needed him. We need the help. You know. <laughs> like look, we just lost both. Man, we're hurting out here. Yeah. So yeah. It, it would help the narrative a little bit. Um, I guess. No so, doubt. No doubt. No doubt. But yeah, uh, I think I think you scenario. definitely not. I think you that. and I think you and every city fan agree that the Champions League is more important it's got way more weight for y'all because that's all people say about city now is that they can't win the champions league yeah. you heard it from trent you heard it from trent yep yeah <laughs> but let's move on man let's roll let's roll what we got next wow, we'll <laughs> talk about your peoples man all right all right so Chelsea versus newcastle all right so going into this game um i'm just say i've been hype over the last couple weeks because they finally figured out that Kai just plays with more energy. Lukaku might be a better out-and-out goal scorer because he's great in the air, great on his left foot. He's strong. Like, he draws defenders. But, but Kai's that guy, simple as that, man. Kai's that guy. Like, he, he's he got high energy. He does have a lot of stupid fouls, um, but it all comes from him pressing, and it helps when he does those fouls because it just frustrates the team. Like it's he he's got a he's got a side to his game that's like a little dirty, but it's like mentally frustrating because defenders don't like getting fouled. Like you gotta be they strong, like to though. just have t- yeah they like to just have time on the ball. But Kai doesn't give them time on the ball. Like he will press them, and if they make a mistake, then there's nobody else. It's him and the goalie. So it's smart that he presses like that. And we hope to get the same from Lukaku eventually, but he hasn't shown it. Um. But in any event, going into this game, um, this is probably unheard of, but Newcastle haven't lost a game in nine. Not that they won all nine games, but they haven't lost in nine games going into this game. So they are in crazy form. Even if that was nine draws like for Newcastle, that would be impressive. I don't know what the wins and draws were, but uh, they haven't lost in nine games. So they, they're definitely coming to this game super confident. Um, this was one of those games that uh, – I would say the biggest thing for Newcastle that they had going for them was they were pressing basically the whole game. And we have to figure something out, whether it's Jorginho's health or we just need to tweak a couple things in the system to help him out. Uh, but their press was really, really affecting Jorginho. Like, Jorginho's not the quickest player. He's not the best dribbler. Um but if you give him time and space, like he can find a perfect pass. And that that shows later on in the game. But in the first half, like Jorginho couldn't breathe. They were all over this man. And when you press Jorginho, like you can make something happen. And they, they continued to do that during the first half. It was a frustrating first half. I'm not going to lie. Um, most of the game was frustrating because Newcastle were outplaying us this game. I, I'll say it straight up. Newcastle were outplaying us. Their press was working spectacularly. And during the halftime break, all I was saying is get Kovacic in this game because Kovacic is our player that you could just give him the ball. And just like in basketball, like in basketball, the easiest way to beat the press is just to pass the ball. But if you got a point guard that can just dribble past the player, then their press is done because once that second person comes to help, somebody's open. So that's what Kovacic kind of does for us is he can take on one man and beat him. And then from there, like your press is broken and you got to figure out, you got to scramble. But Jorginho, 
doesn't have that athletic ability to dribble past a man and and go and like set up another team and Kovacic does. So this game was dying for Kovacic. It really was with the way they were pressing. So it was good that he got on, I think, at some point in the second half. Um but yeah, it was a lot of back and forth, man. Newcastle had their chances. Um they weren't able to score. Um and we almost got held to a draw and then there was just some really late brilliance and this is where Jorginho shows his uh quality. He actually has some space. Uh, Kai makes a really, really nice run. And I got to give credit because I think Lukaku's on. I think Lukaku's in the game at this point. Of course, it's Kai that ends up scoring. But while Lukaku was on, and this isn't his skill set or anything, but just him being a physical presence and a striker, he just draws defenders. Like more than anything, like him just being a physical presence and having a history of scoring goals, he draws defenders. And in this sense, they just kind of we just kind of spread them out um, pretty far to where all their defenders were isolated. So Kai essentially is kind of like in a one-on-one situation, and he makes a backdoor cut. Like we could take it to basketball. He basically makes a backdoor cut, and Jorginho anticipates it, plays a beautiful ball over to him, and this goal is all the first touch from Kai. That's 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 what makes this goal. Nice. Um, he takes a beautiful first touch and the ball just stops and yeah. then he just quickly just quickly just knocks it into the net and the goalie doesn't have a chance. By the time he by the time he finishes taking this first touch, like in shooting, the goalie's just kind of planted there. Like <laughs> we it's funny, like we just made the same expression, yeah. like shoot, like he was just frozen, like dude, there's nothing dude could do. And Kai finishes it, and that's basically the last almost the last kick of the match. Like the game's pretty much over. Um, I do have to say that there was more probably bad officiating because I think I think Chalaba did foul um, Murphy in the box. Uh, I think it was a foul. It was it was soft because you could see he did one of those things that soccer players do is like, oh, I, the context there, so I'm gonna just fall. So I don't think he pulled him enough to knock him down, but it's one of those situations where it's like. The referee's gonna make a decision here and it's whether it goes against you. And today it went for us. Um a lot of people would argue that Kai also probably should have got a red card for his elbow. But I think most athletes would know that the way he jumped, like for him to jump that high, um, to help your jump, like you're gonna use your arms. Exactly. You know what I mean? So athletes would know that. Like Natural. an official, uh, an official might not know, and some people off screen might just be like, "Yeah, yeah, it looked like he's swinging his elbow." But if you were, if you're watching, it's a natural like movement for him to jump like that. He got, he got, he got up freaking high. I gotta give him credit. Like he got up for the ball, but yeah, it's it's definitely a dangerous play, and I think it's a, I think it's right that he got a yellow, but. I don't know. I feel like always on those plays, you can kind of watch and see. Like, if you see that they take a look and they can see the opponent and then they throw the elbow, then you know it's intentional. But if they're just jumping and going for the ball and their arms flail out, it's like, it sucks that somebody got hurt in that situation, but it's a physical game. You know, like, there was no intention there and he didn't full on swing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, There was no intention there. You can tell there was no intention there. So. I think the yellow card was right there. Obviously, I'm biased because I'm a Chelsea fan and uh, <laughs> everything. But 
if you really if you really think about it like the attention wasn't the intention wasn't there and yeah the player got hurt but it's like it's soccer people get hurt all the time it sucks but it is what it is but uh big, big win for us um definitely boosted the team's confidence i don't think kai's confidence can get any higher than it is right now Dude's playing out of his mind i'm loving it i'm absolutely loving it so uh, it's it's good for him to get into the team. I'm hoping he actually gets some rest, but I'm hoping that Lukaku comes in, and I'm hoping the Lukaku that comes in comes in hungry and isn't the one that's just begging for the ball, and if he doesn't get it, he just stops. Because there was another moment in this game where <coughs> Kai didn't pass him the ball, and it might have been on to pass him the ball. The pass to Lukaku might have been the best option, but Kai takes the shot, and Lukaku, instead of like looking to follow up for the rebound, is just sitting there with his hands down, like, why didn't you pass me the ball? When would it be tough for him to get this rebound? Yes, but there's a chance that he could have got the rebound if he wasn't sitting there with his hands down to the ground, like pointing to the spot. So yeah, yeah. it's just one of those things that's frustrating to watch because even if he didn't get the rebound, if he would have chased after it, I would have been like, you know what, good hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, next time he'll pass you the ball. But for you to sit there and just be like, you didn't pass me the ball, so I'm just going to continue to stand here. So that way, if you run that back, you can pass. Like, come on, bro. Like, I understand, like, as a striker or as the best player, if – because he's not the best player at Chelsea. That's just not how it is. At Inter, it was easy. He was the best player. But you can't just definitively say he's the best player at Chelsea. So you demanding the ball here is a little different because we got so much talent. That's when you got there. Yeah, especially when you just got there. Like you didn't you haven't proved anything to us. You proved everything to enter by winning them all that stuff, but you didn't prove anything to us. Like we haven't seen it from you. So not in this not in this league, not, not Yeah, not in this league. That's that's the thing. Yeah, not in this league. That's that's the biggest thing. It's like you did this in Italy. You absolutely killed it in Italy, but you haven't done it here. So it's one of those things where you just want him to work harder. Like I want I want Lukaku to be successful. But when he's not playing great, I want him to work hard. Because the game today, um, since we're so far forward, the game today in the Champions League, Kai didn't have his best game. But Kai doesn't go out there and not give like 100% and press and everything like that. If he doesn't score, it is what it is. But you know you're going to get some effort out of him. And you don't know if you're going to get that from Lukaku or not. And that's that's what's frustrating. So. So yeah, we'll we'll take the one one nil win, give Newcastle their first loss in in ten games. Like we'll we'll take it, we'll take it. But they were definitely in this game, and they outplayed us for spurts as well because Jorginho's. I don't know. He's not he's not press proof. I don't know if he's not healthy or he's just having a bad couple games. But the press is the press has been getting to him, and it's it's scary because. If he gives the ball away in those tough situations, it puts a lot of pressure, like on our defense and Mindy. But yep. it is what it is because he's also come through with clutch assist in the last two games. So it's like got to take the good with the bad, I guess. <laughs> yeah, gotta have people that you just got to cover from like Rudiger. So I mean, exactly. Explain exactly. to me why, why Reese didn't play. I don't know if I caught that. Oh, he's uh, he's hurt again, unfortunately. So he he's just gotten back into training, um, but. He was out for that. He was out for a couple months with an injury. He came back and got hurt the next game again. So I think he's back in training now. So hopefully he's healthy 
pretty soon for our next upcoming like Premier League games. But uh, yeah, you were okay. Calibre looks like you didn't say nothing about him, so or anything much about him. Um, <sighs> I was not. I'm glad you mentioned him. Um, he's he's been shaky the last couple games. I'm not gonna lie, he, he's been shaky. I like him in that right center back position uh, because he doesn't have to win as many headers. But he's he's been shaky. I mean, I told you that the foul probably should have been a penalty. Uh, and I was just – they didn't even – I don't even think they called it a foul. I think they called it a goal kick or a corner off of it. But that probably should have been a penalty. And uh, he's just had some moments lately where he just doesn't look confident. So hopefully he gets his confident back, confidence back because when he started this year, he was unbelievable. I was like, where has this dude been? So I think it's just a confidence thing. Um, because he has 20 minutes to where he's dominant and he has 20 minutes to where he just looks lost. So he'll get his swagger back, hopefully, and he'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, um, just like um, – what's his name? I'm forgetting his name. He was playing really well earlier this season, and he, like, fallen off a cliff. Where's he at? Oh, it's like he got subbed out. Um, for Chelsea? Yeah, for Chelsea. I don't even see him on this list. Maybe Ziyech? No, no, no. He plays – he's a dude, the fast dude that plays on the outside. Um, Hudson Adoy? Yeah, Hudson Adoy. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's – I think he's been hurt too. So, I think he had an injury too. He so. he play either, yeah. But, like, I, he's the one I was thinking about. Early on in the season, he was balling. Um, balling out of control. But um, he's kind of leveled off. So, and injuries, I guess. So. <laughs> Yeah, injuries is what got him right now, but he's another player that just needs to be confident. Because some some players will go through some bad games and won't lose their confidence ever, and then some of them they just the confidence just goes. So soccer's a big time mental game, man. Imagine doing everything right and hitting the post in a game. It's like it's hard to come back from, you know. Multiple <laughs> times, yeah, and all one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, Imagine hard to go, it's hard imagine to come back for imagine bro. that imagine that it's hard to come that. back for you gotta have a crazy mentality yep. you gotta know you're you gotta know you're good <laughs> yeah, imagine hitting the post that a whole bunch of times in the game that's unbelievable yeah. right right so ridiculous uh, yeah i didn't have anything to add to that game man. um it was you know so yep yep not the most exciting but if you're a Chelsea fan you take it you take it yeah you definitely take the three points any day, mm-hmm. especially with the races kind of you know tighten up, especially even with the with the four or five, three, four, five. I guess you guys are kind of solidified. I think you got to kind of solidify that um, third spot. But yeah, four, we, we kind of got a gap, but we still gotta we gotta keep playing, man. We still gotta play. <laughs> and the next games, the reason why that three points is important. Um, but we'll do that last. Uh, we're gonna go to break, and then we're gonna come back with our random topic. <laughs> All right, bro. So we back with our random topic. Uh, this is a this will be a fun one for sure. Um, 
we gonna we gonna go over a Family Guy. Um, anybody who hasn't seen the show, definitely watch the show. Man. It's a great show. Um, hilarious. If you're sensitive, don't watch it. Definitely don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that caveat in there, in there, because they do, they talk about everything, politics, everything. They joke about everything, race. Yeah, and they and they don't they don't hold back either. Yeah. They don't pull punches. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no filter. Um, these writers don't give a damn. Um, we don't know how they're still on television half the time. We don't know. Yeah, it's like it doesn't it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's wild. Like Dave Chappelle, like like wild, you know. So, um, and it's on what network television? So like. So. <laughs> Like how? How does he get a network television? So, um, but um, I guess we can go through characters, man. Like, I would say first we can do like your favorite character. Um, everybody's favorite character I think is the same. So maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, I mean it's it's Stewie, isn't it? Yeah, Stewie, of course. It, yeah. It's gotta be Stewie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, when I was when I was looking at the different Family Guy stuff that I want to talk about, it it always starts and ends with Stewie. Um, I think uh, my favorite moment with Stewie, just since we brought him up first, is uh, the episode where Brian owes him money. <laughs> and I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but basically, uh, I'm like, like all of it. okay, all right. So basically, basically, Brian owes and Stewie's the baby. If you haven't watched it, and Brian's the dog. I guess we do have to do that. The dog. We gotta do that quickly. Do the character like. Like just kind of explain the situation with Family Guy. Family. All right, all right. So yeah, Family Guy. There's it's just this. Uh, it's just this family, and there's a uh, the the husband Peter. He's uh he's interesting. He's uh not he's not very smart. I'm just leave it at that. He's just not very smart. Uh, but he makes great comedy. His wife Lois. She also ain't that smart either, but she way smarter than Peter. Like, uh, yeah, she, uh, she the piece too of the other show. Yeah, she the piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, Everybody love her. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, so they have a daughter, Meg, and Meg's just the scapegoat of all the jokes, basically. Like, basically, Meg just gets dragged through the mud every episode. <laughs> uh, they call her ugly and fat and all this stuff. Like, they just they just go at her. Which is hilarious because she's played by Mila Kunis, right. who is like the complete opposite. Um, <laughs> and then uh, they have another son, Chris, who's just he, he definitely gets everything he has from his dad because he's just not very smart either. Yeah. So he, he's the second coming of his dad. Um, and then they have their youngest son, who's Stewie, who's basically a baby. Um, and I forget baby. who can. Oh. Yeah, he he he's a baby gene. Like he's he's brilliant. Like making time machines. He's yeah. so smart. Yeah. He's so smart, but he's so violent as well. Evil. He's which is just evil. yeah, yeah he, he's smart, but he's evil. So it's it's great. It's great. And a few of the characters can understand what he's saying. I think it's just Brian. I think Brian and Chris, right? Brian, Chris, so maybe they don't, Meg. Really, I don't know. they don't really explain it. So it's like so. Yeah. Just so people who haven't seen it, it's like he just said a bunch of wild shit, right? Mm-hmm. And throughout the whole show but the, everybody around him just acts like he's not saying it like he's not like they can't mm-hmm. hear him um besides mm-hmm. brian the dog uh, we didn't yeah it's probably just brian it's probably just brian yeah. so there's also there's also a talking dog named brian he acts he acts like he's a human basically um and he and stewie are like they're basically the stars of the show like the stuff that they do 
is probably the funniest stuff on the show, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and the scene that I was trying to get into is Stewie and Brian. Um, basically, Brian owes Stewie some money. Yeah. And Brian just keeps ducking him and not paying him. And, <laughs> and Stewie's not about. and Stewie's not having it. So uh so yeah, so basically every time Stewie sees Brian, he asks him about his money and uh Brian basically was just trying to get away with not paying this man and Stewie <laughs> Stewie yeah. took it to another level, man. It, it's like, where's my buddy, man? Where's my buddy? So he started he started beating this dude with a golf club. <laughs> He, he shot I think he shot him in the kneecaps as he's trying to walk away. Uh he he yeah, he he got him with a flamethrower. Like, yeah, Stewie wasn't playing about his money. Where my money? Like if if you haven't seen Family Guy, please watch that episode because yeah, you you'll have a <laughs> you'll laugh and you'll have a newfound love for Stewie. If like if like Drew say you're not sensitive because it's it's all jokes. It's a comedy. This stuff isn't really happening, so you can laugh at it. Uh, but yeah, Stewie Stewie wasn't playing about his money, and yeah, Brian <laughs> Brian should have paid him back. Him I remember beating him, uh, all the times he beat this shit out of just beating the living yes, like the whole like the whole episode, bro. The whole episode. My money, my money, my money Brian. Yes. Where's my money, man? Where's my money? <laughs> yes, yeah, Stewie Stewie's a wild boy, and basically sometimes I think Chris can hear him. Because like they like talk, they have dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You say they, they don't super like explain that part of it. You just go with mm-hmm. it anyway. But um, yeah. I will say that uh, another part of it is <clears throat> with for me is uh, one of my other favorite characters. I would say is uh, Quagmire. So <laughs> <laughs> this dude is the wildest like dude at like that you can think of like he's this crazy neighbor that they got who's in love with Lois. uh he's in love with Lois, so he's in love with the Peter's wife but like yeah. for most of the show it's so obvious that he is but Peter's like so naive to it like he's like so naive to it but eventually yeah, Peter's so dumb <laughs> eventually Peter figures it out and then like they have a huge falling out or whatever but then they eventually like, fix it or whatever but um it's hilarious how many seasons he got away with the stuff he would say like <laughs> the lowest, like right in front of Peter, and Peter was like, he's just too stupid to realize what he was doing. Like, it's, wow. Uh, and, he, and he's got this group of people, you know, um, Cleveland. Um, I got to say, back to Stewie, uh, Seth uh, McFarlane does the voice for that one. He does the same thing. He does it for Peter, too. So, um, yeah, he, that dude does a great job. Um, other voice characters, doing those characters, so, so. Man, just a great show. Um, what else can we get into? Um, I guess with Brian, one of the things I love about Brian, um, so he's like the talking dog, whatever. Um, the fact that he like does all this crazy stuff like he's a human, right? And everybody around him just acts like it's normal. It's just like <laughs> wild. Like, cause it's not They're like just okay with it. <laughs> like he re- he eventually kind of meets a another talking dog. Like, I don't know if you remember that mm-hmm. episode. She's like a, a superstar, like athlete. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so you remember that episode. But um, the fact that he just acts the way he acts, and then everybody around him just accepts that he's just this talking. They're just okay like, with it. Like, this dog just, just walking on two feet, talking. Driving. Yeah. yeah. Driving. Yeah. Exactly. The driving thing throws me off too. Yeah. And he's driving. You know what's crazy? He'll be driving around Stewie. You know what's crazy? Like Stewie just <laughs> out, and, out and about in the hood, just like acting like he like he's sixteen, like. 
like he's running it like he absolutely runs it no curfew he just just be out in the streets he's like yo is really brian really hanging out with stewie in in like uh, middle of nowhere Wait, how low is that? Like, I don't say how the hell. Like, what, they're, the, they're the worst parents ever. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're never around, and this baby's just all over the place. Yeah, Meg gets destroyed. Like, oh man, she's like. Yeah, yeah. Every time Meg tries to say something, it's shut up, Meg. Like, literally, just they. There was the episode you talked. Yeah, that you brought up, Meg. Uh, there was an episode where they had a little cut scenes. They love doing their little cut scenes, but um lois was at the piano and it was meg's birthday and they were just like you are done going on da-na-na. and they said that because they didn't know her age they didn't know how old she was <laughs> yeah i don't remember that <laughs> they were like you idiots you she was like you idiots don't know how old i am <laughs> they were just yeah. Like, yeah. They, hey man they were like at least we remembered your birthday man like give us some credit <laughs> Yeah, she she's the most disrespect disrespected character. Least for the time. Yeah, they they absolutely kill her every every episode without fail. Yep. Yep. So, <laughs> man, um, Chris is another character that you know. So many great scenes with Chris. He's just so stupid. It's just like, yo, this dude is. But he's like. You can tell, like, he's actually trying to be a good person, but he's just so stupid. Like, oh yeah, yeah, he definitely, definitely got a good soul for the most part. It just is just lost. He just lost, man. Just as lost as his dad. Like, neither one of them are very smart, man. They do some dumb stuff. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that's all I had to say. Thank you, man, <laughs> definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah, man. Definitely check it out. And if you don't want to watch the whole show, just look up some clips with Stewie and. Like the scene him saying, Mom, 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 mommy, mommy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that scene cracks me up, man. He cracks me up. And then there was another one where uh he started like I don't know if he started lifting weights or he started taking steroids, but he was like huge, like like Mr. T huge. And uh he was messing with Brian. He said, Yo, there's there's a toll in the hallway now. And basically like he was blocking Brian from going down the stairs and he was just jacked like he was huge <laughs> stuff is funny man stuff is funny <laughs> so so many great uh, there's uh, so many characters they they feature so many different characters i guess we can't get away with not mentioning cleveland that's black folks there's a black guy oh yeah yeah Cle- cleveland's funny cleveland's funny he's he's the he's kind a nice weird black guy there he is he is kind of weird he's a little weird but yeah yeah he 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 fits in where he can um and then of course joe he's uh he's the cop that's uh in the wheelchair but he's he's an intense cop he really is he's he's serious about his job <laughs> oh you know i just remember what another thing about it um the neighbor herbert the, like the creepo oh lord oh that his, his thing with chris yo that's just hilarious bro like it's hilarious now it's like sensitive parents would not like really really hate that but you understand yeah you could not you could not let your kids watch this if you want them to be what's the word for it censored or whatever this is not the show this is not the one (laughs) this is not the one (laughs) like yeah like dude is literally on the list like for real and then it's like openly oh yeah 
just openly like not even like hiding right in front of the you know, Lois and he's like just no biting them over snacks and stuff like that. Like, Chris is just so stupid. It's like yo, it's wild, bro. That was another thing that's hilarious about just just great. Um, you can talk about it all damn day. Actually, there's so many damn great characters. So definitely check it out. Family Guy. Mm-hmm. All right, bro. So we're gonna go into our last game. And we're going to end it off. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Big, big matchup for uh, top four of this one. Top numbers, uh, Man United. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, I think I don't, I haven't looked at the table, but I think we have a little bit of distance between fourth place, but that fourth place spot really is like up for grabs. Like, Right now, the race for first and the race for fourth is like really tight, um, which is fun, man, because every every game just has that much more weight. So this one right here where both teams are trying to get that fourth spot is, is huge. It's a big game. And um, all I'm going to say before the game is that before we talk about the game is that I've just been I've been kind of hard on Ronaldo because I, I don't think he's shown up at the past couple weeks and uh Boy, did he show up today for this game. <laughs> Boy, did he show up for this game. <laughs> so coming to this game, remember, if y'all remember, Kane's been balling. He's, he's in tip-top form. Um, so yeah, it's back at it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they, um, Tottenham's looking dangerous. Um, they just, their defense is suspect. Both teams. So that's a, it's a nice open game, especially a game yeah. for the American type of game. Yeah, I think uh, I think my first thought going into this one was, if I remember correctly, I don't think Bruno started or played a lot in this game, which I thought was interesting. Um, Man United probably won't admit to this, but I think Fred has been one of their best players. Like as far as like form going into this game, I think like. The best players for them, I think number one would be Sancho because Sancho's been killing it, and number two for me would be Fred because Fred has been doing his thing. Like we we talked we talked up Fred a little bit yeah. a couple weeks before this, I think, and he he's been doing his thing. Like he knows his role and he does his role well. And Man United's crying out for a, a DM. That's not him. He kind of fits kind of like in the middle. Yeah, to where he can he can come back and defend, but he can also help you out in the attack. And the manager, I give him credit, has realized that and has given him that role. And he's I think he's kind of flourished in that role. He's he's been playing out of his mind. And it's Fred who has a nice little flick up. You can't give him too much credit for the goal because yeah, it's basically a lot of work for Ronaldo. But the flick to Ronaldo to get him in so much space was brilliant too. Right, like you can't you can't overshadow that. So. Yeah, so Fred gets the ball in the middle. He sees Ronaldo, has a nice little flick when um, he could have, like, took a touch and took his time and passed to Ronaldo. But this flick up to Ronaldo gives him the time and space he needs to, like, basically take a take a nice touch and then just not hit a nice power shot from outside the box. And Lloris didn't have a chance to save it. He might have saved it with some better footwork. Uh, is my argument, but Drew says it's not getting saved. This is um, cap. This is all I don't. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think it was. I don't think it was the highest or in the corner. So this, I think it was at. It I think was, it was at pace. a place. Yeah. I think it was at a place where it could have been saved, and I don't think Lloris 
did a good enough job. Um, yeah. I don't want to take credit away. Like Ronaldo struck this really hard. You know, Ronaldo can hit a ball like really hard. Like he's been doing that for years. But I just think Lloris, I think there's some goalies in the league that could have made that save. He thinks he's so one of them. And I think one of them is his many. Honestly, like I wouldn't be surprised if like De Gea or somebody made the save too, because they, they got the reflexes and they got the footwork and <laughs> sorry. Nice. And um I think I think Larissa's has passed his best. I think Larissa a couple of years ago might have had a better chance of making the save. But I think Larissa has been I think he's been poor for Tottenham this year. I don't think he's been that great. Like he's made some saves, but some that you expect him to make, but he hasn't been like elite like we're used to him being like in years past. So but anyway, I'm gonna stop taking credit from Ronaldo. Ronaldo takes a great touch and has a great strike and puts United up one zero. Yeah, man, this is um, yeah. We defer <laughs> on this. We not gonna not gonna agree on this, but um, yeah. But the basically the ball is just curving away from the goalie, and it's at a pace. Like he, 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 even if the goalie, even if the goalie does touch that, the, the chances of getting on both hands on that enough or getting enough on it to redirect that giant out of the goal because it wasn't that too far in, in, in like you mentioned, it wasn't that too far to the left where um mm-hmm. a slight deflection could reach really, it. No, if, yeah, he couldn't reach it. Like if he if he met, if he was like a, maybe a better goalie or um, anticipated it better. But the minute that the ball got up on him too quickly, um, it does. I don't care what goalie it is. That ball was going too fast. You're gonna have to get like two hands on that joint to redirect it. One hand is not likely gonna redirect that ball enough to get it. Um, just slow the velocity of the of the pace of that ball. This is just Ronaldo's greatness. Um, just showing out of the blue, like boom. You know, and, and this is what you can do when you're older. You can kind of explode. Um, you can't keep it, maintain, maintain it. You know, like like you used to when you're because you gotta compensate. Unless you're LeBron James, apparently, or or players those Tom Brady's. You know, this, this yeah. ain't Ronaldo's not doing a Brady thing right now. He's he's doing a he's more like a specialty player right now. Um, that's just you know, and he's and he's not doing no pressing. So, no, but he's. In this game, it's hard to criticize him, especially the way he um, finishes. So, not to take, uh, not to go too far in the game. Um, yeah, it's just brilliance there. Uh, I'll let you continue on, though. Actually, go ahead. Okay. Um, I forget the order of the goals, but I think, I think Kane's goal comes next, if I remember correctly. Um, basically, I think there's some <clears throat> play down the right side. Right, right, yeah. So Kane, which is probably yeah, which is probably their best side to go to. Um, I'm really impressed with Kulisevsky. He he's been. I think this is was his like third or fourth game for uh, Tottenham. Um, you you made a remark about him uh, a couple games back. Uh, he's he's the one that's always playing on the right and cuts in on his left side. Um, right. But basically, he goes he goes by whoever. The midfielder is probably McTominay, and he goes by Sancho, like basically just goes past them and then tries to play a ball into the box, and then Tellez just sticks his arm out, and that's where they get a handball, and that's how they get the penalty. So it's all work from Kulusevsky, um to win that penalty, and that's just how he's been playing since he's gotten there. He's been beating people, and he's been getting his shot off, or he's been finding people with really good passes. 
like he he's nice he's nice and it's crazy because he's not the fastest player either like he's just he's just right. good he's like a, he's like a Ginobili he, he knows crafty. how to get it done crafty. yeah he's crafty he knows how to get it done kind of racial contour with that but you know y'all know what I'm talking about like the white receivers that they shit. yeah yeah they just know how to get it done man they just know how to get it done um Jordan he's got he got the tech he got the technical difficulty I mean the technical skills so yeah. so yeah but so, credit to him and then Kane and then Kane uh scores the penalty as Kane does um so yeah good stuff there good stuff there uh a little later in the game um man united get a break and watching this live i thought it was offside by a mile but uh it ended up being onside the ball goes out to the left where sancho picks it up i thought sancho was offside but he was on um and it's one of the easier moments for him. He's just so open. He just can play it across the box, basically, to Ronaldo. And Ronaldo's not going to miss. Not, not with the way he was playing this game. Like, he he was on it. He was on it. So That's swagger, man. That, yep, so that ends up being Ronaldo's second goal of the game. And Man United take a 2-1 victory. I'm trying to remember the time frame of them taking that. I think that was still in the first half, right? Yeah, it was three minutes later. It was actually three minutes after King's goal. So, oh, okay, okay, okay. 38-minute mark, he, um, if Ronaldo answers, like, right away. You know what I'm saying? King, <laughs> I should take his yeah, shot. Yeah. Like, nah, fuck that shit. Nah. <laughs> Ronaldo's like, I'm, I'm that dude. I'm that dude. They was, out, they was out there playing for Tom Brady, for real, for real. Tom Brady was in the crowd, and they were just like, we got to put on a show for the GOAT. So yeah. that's, that's what Ronaldo was doing, putting on the show for the other GOAT. <laughs> from the other football um so, so yeah, then, I think, they go, then they go to then they go to break okay so then then they go to the break then they go to the break um yeah so i i think i spoke about it before like tottenham's a really good um transition team they're not that good at breaking down teams and that's why you see them beat a team like they might come out and beat man city or they might come out and beat trying to think of other teams that just play and have a lot of the ball they might come out and beat probably Leicester because Leicester like to attack they might even beat a Liverpool because Liverpool just like to go because they can counter on them but when they play teams that are going to sit back they struggle with that um Man United obviously didn't do that so they were always in this game because this one was going to be open back and forth anyway um they just didn't get enough from Kane and Son this game I think to compete but they did get um an equalizer in the second half um i thought son was all nice son this game i did i did like them uh, i just loved um his, his <laughs> with the ball like yeah, yeah. Ball. he's special he's a, he's a good great athlete he is he is and son son says this play up he uh has the ball in the middle and he's kind of like looking for a place to either shoot or pass um he kind of hesitates when he gets it um but luckily regulon is running on the outside of him and he just slips Regulon in. Uh, and Regulon plays a really nice ball across the box. Um, Harry Maguire can't deal with it correctly and gets an own goal. And that's the worst thing that can happen for Harry Maguire right now because his confidence is already low. People are saying that he doesn't need to be captain anymore. And he actually gets subbed off before this game ends, which is crazy because people are just like, yeah, he's he's done being captain after that. Like, you don't sub your captain off most of the time in games, you know? 
And if you do, it's yeah, I don't know. Captain anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just his performance the last couple of years, I guess, that got him that status. But right now, it's like it's probably like I don't know. Harry Maguire. If I'm a teammate, yeah. I'm not listening yeah. to you. You have been a problem all year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. How are you going to tell me to play well when you're not playing well yourself? Like, yeah, yeah. But that that was the equalizer. So then it was two two. Um, on seventy, around seventy minutes, seventy-two minutes. So this yeah. now, 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 United's tripping because they're like, "All right, damn, we're about to lose, or losing some two points here." Everyone trying to get exactly uh, online. Exactly. Great. Right now, right now, it's it's online. I, I'm on Twitter. Like it's, I'm like, I'm licking my chops. Like oh, this is great. They're complaining. They're they're, they're crying again. Right. So yeah, yeah. Same old United and a choke a lead again. Yeah, same old United. <laughs> And it being McGuire made it so much sweeter. Like, yeah, I'm killing that. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like he, him and the port that guy. That y'all two are not good at your jobs. Like, you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing on on elite clubs. You know, like top five clubs, top five, top six clubs. You, you, and you both are huge weaknesses basically for us. Um, so, and for them, so. Whatever. Uh, he hasn't been the only problem, so it's not like anybody else besides Fred can over in the back line can say anything. Oh, but um, to him either. So, but uh, yeah. So then everybody's panicking, and then you have some final brilliance at the end. Yeah. So um, like you said, everybody's panicking, but the only person that doesn't really panic is Ronaldo. Um. Not too long after, he actually has a really nice kind of like, you want to call it creative, but it's just kind of smart. Like he's kind of like right outside the post, I think, and he just kicks it. So there's like a little swerve on it. So that goes back inside the post. But um, Lloris is actually able to save it. And I think it's a decent save. Probably not as much power as the shot before, but Lloris does make the save. Um, And then... Ronaldo decides that he is actually not going to leave without a win. So um, I forget how the ball gets played in. Is it from a corner or is it from an actual cross in the buildup? It was a cross. It was a cross? Okay. So I cannot remember. Was it Tellers or either way, basically late in the game. um, Yeah, we might have to look this up and get it right. But basically late in the game, um, a ball comes into the box, uh, and there's an opportunity for a head, for a header. And um, wouldn't you know, um, CR7 himself <laughs> climbs higher than the rest and heads this ball in. And I think he does it late enough to the point where United could not choke. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that, I mean, was, that was probably the best like thing. Oh, it is, it, is, it is from a corner. It is from a corner. So, oh, it's a corner. Okay. Yeah, it is from a corner. So it's, I remember it being Tellez, but I couldn't remember if it was a corner or not. So it is from a corner. Corner goes to like the middle of the box. Ronaldo skies up highest and just heads it past Lloris. And Lloris just can't do anything really but watch. That's how it goes. <laughs> this thing <laughs> you know? like what he displayed. Like, I got, so I showed you that I can shoot from far. Right. Yep. I got the range. Yep. I got the range. Then I can show. I can do it. I, now I, I can make the runs too. If you need me to do yep. the runs too, I can do that and, and make finishes. And then on top of that, with, with my feet, 
And then on top of that, I can go up in the air and I can beat you. <laughs> yep. Yep. At, at, at 30, at 30, like 37, I can still out jump all you young cats. I can still do it. I can still do and that's it. why De Bruyne wanted him, you know, in the offseason or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that because you can that, play that the air, been. him in the air. Yeah, but he would have. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way in hell Pep would have put up with the lazy shit with the not pressing and and if you there's no way in hell you can play false nine. All right, you just throw that away. Oh, so right. that, that's not yeah. not at that age. Not the way. He, nah, nah. He's yeah. he's a forward guy. Period. Like, yeah. I, I think that, I think it's really I think it's really important. Like. The people y'all signed because of the way Pep has y'all team set up. Like, I feel like um, one of the things with managers is an ego thing, and this is this is PSG's problem right now. Um, I've heard I've been hearing a lot of people talk about it. Like, basically, like at PSG, the coach they have there he used to coach at Tottenham. Like, there's three players that he basically can't bench if they're healthy, whether he wants to or not. Like he can't he can't bench Neymar, he can't bench Messi, and he can't bench Mbappe. So it's like he can manage the team around them, but those three players, like no matter what their effort level is, like it's headlines if he benches them and yeah. they're and they're healthy. You know what I mean? He he doesn't have the power to do that. So it's not even really his team. So if they don't succeed, you can't it's even put a lot the like on my, it. my team, my Lakers. This is a similar situation. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't really bench LeBron, right? <laughs> hey, about, or, yeah. or you know, Westbrook. Or Westbrook. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because you ain't sitting LeBron, you're not sitting AD anyway. So because yeah, they have yeah. well, great. But you can't sit Westbrook simply off of this man's got a resume. Like yeah. he's not sitting yeah. there. He's a top seventy five player. And that's the thing, like attacking attacking wise, like they're gonna give you your best chance going forward. But if you watch that game versus Real Madrid, like they basically gave up, man. Mbappe wasn't trying to press nobody. Messi doesn't want to press anybody, and neither does Neymar. None of them want to like press from the front. Like they need a coach. That's not their game. They need a better. Coach. It's not their game. Well, the funny thing is, Tuchel took their team all the way to the Champions League final, and then they lost. Tuchel, the year before he came to the, the the year before he came to Chelsea, he was there coaching them, and they lost. In in my head, like Tuchel, like in my head right now, can do. But no they didn't wrong. have this, they didn't have Messi though, right? I don't think they had Messi. Yeah, they just got but him. but they still made it to the Champions League final though. You know what I mean? Right. And their issue is they don't they, they don't fit. Like I mean, even though they should fit, there's no reason why they shouldn't fit. Like the players are not. Uh, they're all completely. Um, Complete players, they you know, and decent, I guess, with ball on both feet. There's not really that they could fit. I don't, there's no reason why they can't fit, but they just haven't fit. And it's more like a, it's probably been like a, a ego thing. Now, I'm not watching them games because I don't watch outside of Premier League matches. I'm just hearing the yeah. noise. No, I, I think it is an ego thing because even with him bringing them to the Champions League, it's like the players weren't happy with them. Like they, they pretty much forced him out. You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't like Tuchel was like, yeah, I want to get out of here, but. It's just the people that were working with Tuchel and the players, I guess, thought he wasn't good enough, thought he was the problem. So they wanted a different coach. And now they want another different coach because this coach is going to leave. And the coach is going to leave. I'm pretty sure Mbappe is leaving. So PSG is just going to be a, known as the 
choke artists of the century because they brought Messi in this year to win the Champions League and now they're not going to win it. Like, now they out. So, what was the whole point? Yeah. Because y'all can win the French League. Who cares? Y'all won that that year after year after year. Nobody cares. (laughs) You know? Like, and it's not that competitive. Like, there's only, like, two teams that are in the running to win it. (laughs) So, yeah, they... Yeah, sorry to get sidetracked, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, the, the Tottenham the Tottenham United game, um, United ended up winning it late, and uh, I don't know, I guess this is a discussion. Who do you think is going to get that fourth spot, Drew? I think... Because it's, it's the top four that get in the Champions League, guaranteed. Yeah, so. right. um, I got to look at the table again. Here. All right, so I'm thinking... Man, Arsenal, so it's Arsenal, United, West Ham, Tottenham. Basically. Those are the ones that are close, right? Yeah, so basically they're all fighting for it. Uh, let's look at the points I'm looking at. So Arsenal's 51, United 50, West Ham 48, Tottenham 48. Um, we'll yeah, look at 26. Does it show Does it show the matches played there? Um, yeah. Because that's what – because I'm leading towards Arsenal – and you'll know why when you look at those matches. Yeah, yeah, you'll know why when you look at those matches played. Yeah. So not only just that they have the two games in hand, but I feel like they've been playing the best out of those teams. I think they've been the most consistent. They, Obviously, they, they lost they today. today. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think I think they've been playing the best. Yeah, I think that, but they they still could be had as as we saw. Oh today. yeah. But definitely. Oh, but they definitely had the lead. I think they'll hold though. I think I do think they'll hold. Um, I obviously don't want United to, to get it, but I think yeah. to me, I wouldn't pick United. I would pick um I would pick Tottenham um over over West Ham. Even though I, I trust I, like I trust Kane. I trust Kane and Son yeah. to get it done. Yeah. You know, I really like uh, West Ham. Um I got a bunch of dudes I like on that team. Um mm-hmm. uh, Ben Rama, but whatever, but on the uh, list. But um, I think I think Arsenal will, will hold. I think they because they okay. Yeah, we we agree on that. Then well, fourth place, we'll have to see how it turns out. But yeah, I, I think the same thing. I think Arsenal. I don't think they'll show. They didn't. They didn't know their young players involved, and they just look like they know what they're doing out there. Like obviously they lost to Liverpool, but it's Liverpool, and so losing to <laughs> Aubameyang didn't, you know. It didn't really hurt him. It, it kind of just helped him figure out, like, Arteta's done a good job just letting him know, like, hey, I'm the boss. You know what I mean? He's kind of made it clear that, yo, there's no, there's not going to be an ego bigger than me at this team right now. And that's how – and that's a good thing. That's good for them. I think it's going to help them progress. Um, and I think with the way they started the season so slow and having to get rid of Aubameyang and everything to be in the spot they're in, I think it's – Yeah. I think they're doing all right. I think they're doing all right. Yeah, it's a good. It's a to good. be able to start Lacazette game after game and pick up points. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Lacazette, but man, he, he's passed his best too. He, he's passed his best, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, man, um, I was just thinking about West Ham, how many more players I like on that team. You know, they're still a threat to me. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I love watching them too. They're one of my Declan Rice, Antonio when he has his good game, Drama, Fornals. Yep. I love Fornals, man. Yeah. I don't know what I. I think I said it before. They underperform. Fornals is just 
Yeah, Fornals is just that player that I'm like, I, I swear he's that player that was always out there that was never the most talented, but just outworked people. And I think that's why I like Fornals because he doesn't have any traits where he's just like spectacular, but he just looked like he'd been outworking people his whole life to get to where he is. Yep. <laughs> and I can respect that. I can respect it. <laughs> it's like, look at this, like, Sufal, Cresswell, and Zima. <laughs> I yeah. mean, Jesus Christ. Like, they're, they're underperformed. Like, that team should be. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the I think it's uh I think they don't have a big yeah. enough squad to compete. I don't think they have a big enough squad or deep enough squad to compete in all the competitions they're in because I think they're in two or three still. And I think that's what's hurting them in the Premier League. Yeah. They they that's what I'm saying. They are and the, their they defense are, is but, like like they cannot hold up. They can't be consistent. It's either their defense falls apart or they get Yeah. They they don't figure out with, with with all the weapons they got offensively. It makes no sense that they should ever struggle to score. Yeah, better than but then Antonio Bowen's 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 been their only consistent player, like scoring wise. Man, he's been carrying them. Yeah, he's been carrying saying, them. Yeah, but when you have when you have four downs, like Ben Rama, you Duma, you have guys that are creative players that can make things happen. There's no reason that you just need a better manager or you or something because yeah. it's really just your defense that's, that's your only issue. And that's, you, you know, like basically every team outside of you and us have a, de- a consistent defense. Out, yeah. Because Liverpool don't got no defense. So, and, and they might even, yeah, win, you know. So. The lie they play, bro. They- <laughs> That high line they play, bro. I swear, man. They, like they, they gonna come against. That's that's the one thing y'all might have going for y'all is they they gonna come against a couple teams that can just beat that high line that they have, and they just gonna give up some goals, man. I think Liverpool have one or two games like that every season to where they just get crushed because they don't have the most creative midfield. So if a team figures out how to hold like Salah in check for a little while. And they can just play a few passes in behind. Uh, they could they could definitely beat Liverpool. Like Liverpool's always a beatable team, but they just been so good the last couple of weeks that they just haven't been able to be touched. Yeah, they're explosive. Though, um, yeah. forward players are just super explosive. So it's like, man, yeah, yeah. And then and Mane's yeah. Mane's been off lately, yeah, but Mane could turn up. That's what's crazy is like Mane's been off lately, but Mane could. Money could turn up out of nowhere, you know. <laughs> yeah. They got that quarterback back there, just throwing hell, yeah, just throwing dimes, Hey, <laughs> like, shit. Like this is like the Colts. Like they just play through this dude. Like, just same thing we do with KDB. Like KDB just sits yeah. back and just throws. Hey y'all, up. y'all just y'all just make runs. I got y'all. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's like it's you can't stop that because it's not like he's playing. He's not. Fo- he's like, he's not controlling the game through dribbling. Like this man just yeah. getting space and then throwing darts over your head, like he's throwing over the defense. It's just something you can do. It's just wild though, because like uh, you don't Timo, need him, for example, right? Because the thing that's frustrating with Timo is that he is not. And I used to think, like early on, I was led to believe that Timo actually made great runs and people just didn't pass him the ball early enough. But Timo's probably caught offsides three or four times a match <laughs> per ninety minutes, right? How often? How often do you see Sterling offside? And it's not simply before because the passer, huh? Yeah, you talking about before? I mean, yeah, about, yeah, this year. 
Yeah, yeah. When he had, like per ninety minutes, he's probably caught off sides four times. But anyway, um, but he's not all Sterling. Off-sides. Sterling, for example, though, makes tons of runs, but he's not caught off sides that often. And some of it's credit to the passer for oh, making no. the timing right on the passing. But some of that's on Sterling just for knowing like. Yeah, how to probably. stay with the line and not be on side. So I'm like, why is Timo? Because that's a skill in soccer. Like, it's a skill for you to be able to stay on side. Like, that's a tough skill to learn and to still be able to create that separation. But when you're so, a striker, that's not an excuse. It's like a, it's a but, but that's what I'm saying. But how did Timo make it this far? And he's not good at that. I know. Like, <laughs> you're so fast. You can you can give them a yard half the time because you're very fast. Like and if you're if you're up against a center back, like you don't need that extra step. You don't need it. Like you're gonna beat them. So it's like, how are you always offside, bro? I don't understand. I don't get it. <laughs> like I don't know. He I I still think I it's a confidence thing. This year too, like Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. I, I still, I still think it's a confidence thing, and sometimes you got to give credit to the defenders because it's a lot on them too to just know the timing and your teammates got to hit the ball. Like it's also like yeah. it's mostly like it's more about like it's it's not it's like a, a reflection of y'all not practicing this shit like enough because okay okay but then but the thing but the thing but the thing about Timo though the thing about Timo is this so you you saw the play where. Jorginho passed the ball to Kai. Kai timed his run perfectly. Like, it wasn't anywhere near offside. He timed it perfectly. Still beat his man, got the touch, and scored. Why can't Timo do the same thing? When Timo's quick, when he's quicker, you know what I mean? Like, just give the man one step so that you know you're not offside. And then just beat him to the spot. Because you're going to beat him to the spot. You're going to beat him to the spot, bro, because you're quicker than him. So just give him a step. I don't know. And, don't and know. Also, on top of that, he's not a good finisher. So it's like, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. But at least if he beats them to the spot and gets to the ball, he can draw a penalty. He can play across to someone else that could finish it. Like, I just need his runs to be more impactful. And for that to happen, he needs to be on side. So yeah, that's the start. Not, like, just get on side, he's bro. Seeing, he's not seeing. Like, he's not yeah, seeing. it's like he's not seeing the line. I don't know, yeah, bro. But it's like, so. Is he gonna pass it now? Like, you can't see. You can't. He's not. It's it's so bad that like he scored a goal in one of our one of our cup matches, and he didn't even celebrate because he thought he was offside. Oh. <laughs> he didn't even celebrate. He was like, oh, "I'm gonna be offside," but he scored though. So I'm like, "Hey, he actually played a terrible game and had a goal and an assist that game." And I'm just like, I I've never seen anything like this. Like, dude was awful all game, but got on the end of a through ball, scored. And got on the end of another pass and dropped it off to Lukaku and Lukaku scored. And I'm like, this dude, like, just stole an assist and a goal. <laughs> and then they put his stats and he said, oh, he's had this many goal and assists. But it doesn't tell the story that he's had so many missed opportunities. Like, so many. Because he's either offside or just doesn't finish. Yeah, he's a I just want him to get his confidence back, man. If he could just get his confidence right. He ain't go, he ain't say he ain't the savior there anyway. So like he's just gotta get just gotta get his head right. Lukaku's gotta, gotta get his head right. Lukaku's gotta play better. And Kai or Kai take a job. And yeah, Kai has been doing his thing, man. I trust Kai over any striker that we have. And and Pulisic is I've been saying it and he proved it again today in our game. Pulisic has been on it lately. Mason Mount has been missing Mount. I don't know where he's been, but <laughs> He actually got assist today, so I can't, I can't, I can't be that hard on him because he got assist today. But 
Oh, then Pulisic has been way out playing him. What? Yeah, huh? a week ago. Lucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, he literally hit the damn post. And it went like, yo. Well, when he, when he hit that ball, like, I can't believe he's going to keep a straight back. I, I know he thinks this is going to be off. Because when you saw the angle behind him, like, the, the behind him angle, like, it looked like mm-hmm. he knew that he, he kicked the ball straight at the goal post. Like, he literally did. <laughs> like, he literally looked at the goal post and kicked it. Like, hey, straight to that And he paused. And he's like, oh, oh we got to check. All right, then he hit the post. Like, yeah. I don't know that was, but yes. Yeah. But uh, but that's really all I have, man. So the situation is that uh, we were at one point, um, so we got a, a hold serve. Basically, went out. Liverpool went out. They win. Um, we went out. We win. That's basically what it is. Yeah, it's it's still it's still in y'all hands, man. It's still in y'all hands. Like it's close, but if y'all don't lose any more games, y'all win the title. So. Yeah. So, we'll, yeah, be nice. Pressure's on, man. Pressure's on. But if we pressure's win the title on. and lose Champions League, I'm not happy this year. So, so. Yeah. But who y'all got next? Least, uh, who we got next? Oh, uh, yeah. Who we got next? We play... Is that Southampton? We don't play to... The twentieth? Oh no. Um, there's a F there's FA Cup this upcoming weekend, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like yeah, it's not even the Premier League. Uh... Yeah, because it looks like we got Middlesbrough bro Saturday. Oh, okay. Saturday, uh we got uh the this the April second is our next <clears throat> Premier League game. Burnley. We'll be back. Okay, yeah. Yeah, y'all should handle that. Y'all should handle that. Y'all are going to have a lot of the ball, and y'all just got to get a couple goals, and y'all will be good. Because yeah, Burnley's not going to score many goals. Yeah. The, the luck so, is, the luck is going to turn up. This game will probably score four, game, four in this game. So, Not at all worried about that one. So, um, Liverpool's after that on the 10th. So, this is that's, nice little, that's the game of the up. season right there. Nice little that's gonna be the game. That's the game of the season right there. That, that is one. that is the, that is the, that is the one for sure. Um, so we got to just get ourselves right during this game, and just score as much as possible. Get our confidence as high as possible. Go to, to, to go into the next game because there's no no, no, there's no game. There's I'm eight ready for that. Eight eight days in between these two games. Second and ready ten, so. ready for that Liverpool game. And y'all, what's your situation? You got. It looks like we got Brentford, which I'm not too worried about. They're gonna they're gonna try to play us physical, but um I'll take care of that. I'm not I'm not too stressed about it. I think um depending on who we start in this game Saturday, it might be it might be a Lukaku start um for that game. Just to get Kai rest, because Kai's been playing nonstop, so he eventually is gonna burn out. Um but but yeah, I definitely like us to win that game because I don't think they defend that well. Um, Erickson's been playing great for them. We'd love to see Erickson back on the field, but uh, I think we'll take that one like 2 0 because Mindy, although we've had some questionable defensive moments, Mindy's been keeping the ball out of the net. So I like a 2 0 on that one. Nice. 
Mm-hmm. Right, so next week we'll be back with the but we're just gonna do random topic. We might bring Tony back on. Okay. All right. Cool. We'll, we'll decide. Obviously, you know, I'll be changing my mind all the time. So <laughs> we're gonna do a random topic because there's no Premier League games, uh FA Cups over the weekend. So and I ain't reviewing the FA Cup. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so uh I'm pretty sure we won that last year anyway. Um yeah, on a folding a clutch folding play. I remember that FA Cup. That was yeah, great experience. It's a nonchalant. I don't care about that um, that uh, tournament. But um, we just can't lose, obviously. Um, and uh, we'll be back uh, next week to do our we'll do our random topic, and you know, it'll be good. Sound good, All bro. Right. Sound good. All right, bro. We out now. All right, one. <laughs>